Blog Talk Radio. Call me Little Bo Beef, I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds, king the business I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Never can't touch this heat, pessimizing. He is a liar, so says the lion. Jesus, oh, shelter in my protector. Running through him, be faster than a puma. Holy is a wave, repping the ancient of days. Christ is a big girl.
Mashaba. All right, all right, all right. I've got a guy here on the line with me. We got Shar uh, coming by to read for us tonight. He's 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 already in the house, man. So we are gonna get a chance to you know get it in a little bit, Mashaba. Uh, for sure. Shalom, everybody. Shalom, shalom. Shabbat shalom. Yeah, man. I, uh, is it, uh, I, I've been seeing on Facebook about uh, Elijah Brothers posted about Nicanor, uh, posted about Perim. Yeah, Nick, Nicanor was last night, and Perim starts tonight. Yeah, man. So for the brothers and sisters that are out there celebrating, you know what I'm saying, we want to, um, you know, let everybody know that I, 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 I don't want to say it wrong. It's, yeah, Perim is a high holy day. It's a high holy day, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the way I define the way I define high holidays, to me the high holidays are the ones from the biggest twenty three. Okay. As far it. as high holidays. Right, right. Now, as far day. as far as a holy day. God. Yes, these these are holy days. Yes, but right, not the right. high holidays that meaning this, if we miss the high holidays, those are sins. God. Because that's part of the law. Gotcha. These days, Nicanor, Purim, Hanukkah. Um, those aren't commanded in the law by the Most High. Right. So, so, but we commemorate them to remember something. Do you remember if it's yeah, yeah. Sorry, them to sorry. gathering together? Uh, yeah, and be able to read more more on this is a part of our culture and history uh, than a sin in the eyes of the Most High. You know what I'm saying? And if it's not that, if it's not observed, just like like the new moons. Anytime Israelites can gather together is a good thing. Yeah. From Leviticus chapter 23, it was never commanded that we had to get together every new moon. Is it a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it a good idea to gather for, for Hanukkah, for Purim, for Nicanor? Yeah, they're, they're, yes. But if we don't make it, it's not like now, if we miss the Day of Atonement, oh, you, I mean, yeah. that's possible death. <laughs> yeah, you screw right, right, right. We miss, we miss Passover. It says three times of the year we have to appear. Oh. Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, uh, uh, Feast of Unleavened Bread, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. We have to show up, but we can't show up empty-handed. Gotcha, gotcha. So that, that's my definition. That's my definition. I like that. If, I like if that, that helps, too, if that helps. Oh, yeah, very, very much, because I, I like it the point, like I said, because I, the debate, I think, that's that I'm watching, and I don't know why I'm getting into watching stupidity, I think, but It'll be this this debate about the moons and and when uh, this is supposed to be commemorated off of this moon, and I'm like, okay, brother, so y'all forgetting the fact that man, the brothers is gathering together. That should be the the joy of it is the fact that you know what, as this like we're more and more um, coming out of celebrating the Christmas Christmas and Easter. You know what I'm saying? Because we know uh, we know Easter's coming up pretty soon. Around the same time, Passover is going on. So brothers are trading in their suit. Brothers and sisters trading in that that Easter suit and that uh, that dress, and they putting on their garments, man, and going to the Passover. So okay. these are things that we should look at and be be and keep encouraging us doing more of it. We'll the the moon we will figure out, you know what I'm saying, like what slid of the moon we'll the most high will put all that in order when he come back. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that we do rehearse the righteous acts. You know what I'm saying? We ain't never going we ain't gonna have the right time, the right date, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um we we're not gonna have all that. We we in captivity. 
So I think that we're missing the point of being in captivity. We, we like Scripture said, we know in part, so we prophesy in part. But the, the part that we, the things that we do know that we try to keep on, we get up on those things. And, and where we can't, because like you're right, I may not have the, uh, the, the, the actual Hebrew calendar, you know what I'm saying, to do what I, I I'm not going, I'm not going to condemn you for you trying to step out and say, let me commemorate and honor the high holy day. You know what I'm saying? Does your congregation really want to do it on this month because of the of the, the beautiful brother go. We are not in your way. You know what I'm saying? But I can't pass judging another man because of the fact that he didn't. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. He didn't know the moon. He didn't have the calendar that you got. Right, right, right. We don't have that one, so he's doing. He's commemorating to the best of his ability. That's all we can look forward to, man, and keep encouraging. So, with that, I like to make sure that you know what we we uh, uh, let everybody know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody listening, listening to us. If you knew, if you um, if you've been following us for a while, you know what I'm saying. If, if you're a part of a camp, then. The good thing is you would have your camp would already be pushing that. You know what I'm saying? So that is the one thing we're gonna keep encouraging is that you find a body of brothers and sisters, man, and doing this work that are that are that are commemorating, celebrating and honoring the Heavenly Father, man, and we do that. We get together to honor the most high. Come out this kick like, um, I don't need nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't need I don't need a camp. You may not need the camp, but you need the people. <laughs> true, very true. You need the guidance. We need the we. As a scripture that that uh that's strong in my head, where the scripture say, "Iron is sharper than iron." But you alone, you don't. You need clashing. You need somebody to 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 tell you where you off. We all need that. I was telling my daughter that, man. She was talking about, Mishama, we, we, me and Asheriah. Everybody know my daughter, Asheriah, man. We have our talks. But she was telling me about I should be more supportive of, you know, her decisions. And I'm like, you're not, I, I'm like, you know what, I support you. I love you. But loving you and telling you and agreeing with you ain't the same thing. I said, God. You don't want to be in a house where everybody agrees with you. A whole, a, a house full of yes men. We need to read that story. Is it Achan? Is it uh, who's the prophet? It was the prophet. Um, I thought it was Achan, but I'm not. I'm not sure the right one. The prophet that never agreed with us. He didn't never agree. The, the king always knew it. I, I, I gotta. I hate to ask him, but if I don't get the truth, he's the one I need to ask. You know what I'm saying? Huh. He's gonna tell me the truth, rather if I like it or not. And that's what we should inspire to have around us. We don't have a bunch of yes people that are just going to agree with you all the time. You're supposed to have somebody that at least can go in the book and validate. If you off or you thinking off or doing something wrong, they're able to say, wait a minute, man. Nah, hold on. I give 
Okay. I, I, I what this to say this, right? But don't forget that. Now, I'm not going to say you're right, but remember, the Bible does say this. The Bible does say that. So, you definitely to that point where you're able to say, wait a minute. I need somebody who's going to be around me and at least if I'm doing something wrong or there's something I'm not considering, they would at least Hold on one second, I'm sorry. To answer this textual question. There you go. I was just going to say, man, um, but, but not having just somebody that I'm always going to just agree with or just going to agree with me. When you're in your home, everybody agrees with you. If you're the man in your home. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, you're the woman in the house, man, and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the bigger check. It's your house. Man, I open it. Okay, I'm sending it out with something. Whoever's house it is, whoever got more authority, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, got that, got the, I can kick you out card or I can call the police. Right, right. Well, you got that environment, and, and that's why you're right. You're right because no one can tell you that you're wrong. That's not a good environment to be in. So I, I'm not going to go into this like, just the topic of the story, but what I'm saying is half the time we live our lives that way. We live our lives. I don't have all the answers, but I'm not going to let anyone correct me. That's not a good place to be. You know what I'm saying? That's sure. not a good mind frame to be in because what if you're wrong? And then, you know, most of the time people don't see they're wrong till they later on, Right. Uh, I, I, a, a good, a good, young, a good phrase that most people use these days is, "They say they grown," right? True, true. I'll use that phrase. I'm grown, and we've all used. It. I, I, I think some of uh, seventeen, eighteen. I let my parents out, my mom, my daddy, mama's house. I was, I was, I'm because I'm grown. Time. No, I was no, I wasn't grown. I was just seventeen. And in the spirit, we do the same thing. We get to a point in the spirit where we feel like we're grown, where we don't need to be corrected, and that's a dangerous, very dangerous mindset to be in. Time, time. I want to read something to y'all real quick, right? Um. Uh, we're gonna start it. Let me see. Hold on, real quick. Um, wait, hold on one second. Trying to find the starting point, real quick. Uh,
Um, sorry, start at verse. Uh, we go to Isaiah chapter eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to start at verse. Um, Um, I want you to start at verse uh, start at verse nine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 9. Go ahead. Associate yourselves, O ye people, and ye shall be broken in pieces. And give ear, all of ye of far countries. Gird yourselves, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Gird yourselves. And he shall be broken in pieces. It, it, it almost, when you read this, and I'm glad I got you on the phone too, because when you read it, the first thing that, that sticks out is where it says associate yourselves. So we think, man, um, see, the Most High is about us unified and coming together. But he said, associate yourselves, O ye people, and ye shall be broken in pieces. And give ear... O ye of a far country, girt yourselves, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Girt yourselves, and ye shall be broken in pieces. So he's he's trying to tell them to get ready. Get ready for something going to come and happen to you. In this far country, and we're in a far country, we're over here in America, and everything that's happened to our people, he's getting, he's getting us ready for something that is going to happen to us. As we know that the Bible is written in three ways. Is it, I think it's uh, historically, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm trying to get the order right. It's prophetically. Symbolically, prophetically, and then historically. So so when we're reading this, we're reading something that that is either happening or going to happen. We're reading about something that's been to happen to our people. So the most I was telling me, get ready, because you are about to be broken into pieces. Gird yourselves, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Even when you try to gear up, this is something that's still going to happen. It says, take counsel together, and it shall come to naught. Yeah, please. (laughs) Verse 10, take counsel together, and it shall come to not. So even when we're trying to, we're going to try and do, we, we're going to find that group of people that we all agree and we all counsel with each other. And I'm also saying it still ain't going to work. It's still, it's still going to come to not. Go ahead. The word 
it shall not stand. I'm sorry, the word, and it shall not stand. Speak the word. Sorry, speak the word, my apologies. Speak the word, and it shall not stand. For the Most High is with us. So the word that we would be saying is the Most High is with us. Uh, this, this is the spirit. But the Most High says it's not going to stand. You still, we still going to go through. We're still going to be broken into pieces. As a nation, we're still going to suffer. Go ahead. For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, verse 12, Say ye not a confederacy to all them to whom this people shall say, a confederacy. He said he was telling Isaiah, he told him with a strong hand, Instruct, he instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, this, uh, say ye not a confederacy to all them to whom this people shall say a confederacy. Like, we're together. The Spirit, it's like looking and you're like, okay, if everybody's doing something, this must be right. Are we unified in doing this? Then it must be right. Because one thing that, and and I'm going to use this, I'm going to use this analogy with this idea now that I can learn the Bible on my own. As long as I keep the the Sabbath and uh, and the commandments, I'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are confederate when it comes to that. So whatever, whatever I went through in the camp, and and I, I don't, I don't, I don't need a man to teach me. Okay, you can be as confederate and unified and back thinking as you want. But most of us, we one thing I know is going to happen: we're going to get broken into pieces. You're going to, you're going to end up destroying yourself because you're following. There you go. Following an example that just because everyone else is doing that, they like they're learning from the internet. You know what I'm saying? I'm on I'm on my I'm I'm at home, you know what I'm saying, with my head covered. Or I'm at home, got my French shirt on, it's a Sabbath day, we done already prepped our food, so we ain't gonna we ain't gonna kindle the fire. And I'm sitting in my home. I'm not having to really unify with the body. Or I'll unify with the body until you tell you say something that I don't agree with. Something I'm not, I call it the confederate, right? What is the definition of confederate or confederacy? This is because I'm looking at it because a lot of times that is most of the time the thing that's there. So we find we find ourselves following what we're confederate with, what we agree with, or uh, not agree, but what's what's familiar to us, what's comfortable to us. And if these people are doing what I'm doing, it must be the spirit. Hell, if they all at home and I'm at home, it must be the spirit. 
They've been hurt like I've been hurt. The definition of confederacy is a league, a league or covenant, a contract between two or more persons, a body of men or states combined in support of each other. So, to be confederate means we are we're supporting one another. Go ahead. In support of each other, in some act or enterprise, mutual engagement or federal compact. So, because of some act. Or because of something that went on, we're we're uh, we're in support of one another. It's a mutual. It's a, it's a, we got a mutual support, and and, and I like the last part of the scripture too, right? Because it says it says confederate to them of whom this people shall say a confederacy. Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. Because most people are confederate based on their fears. I am supporting fears. I'm an, I, I, yeah, I, man, uh, I'm going to join that group where a man can only have one woman. Because I've been through those type of relationships. You know what I'm saying? That don't work. Well, that's, I'm supposed to be confederate with, I'm supposed to support your fear. I do support your fear. Because I've got the truth. Or, 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 or like I'm you're saying, because, uh, because I, I, like, like, like what you're saying, I, I've been with a camp, I got hurt. So now I'm, I'm associated with other people who've been in camps and got hurt. And now we have this, this, this mindset that, you know, we don't have to be around a camp or be with nobody else. Because, like, like, you, like you opened up with, we're going to just follow the most high on our own. So we don't ha- we don't have to be around nobody else, and now I have other people who support this idea, and now we're confederate. Now we're a group. Now we together, yeah. chain each other on. Like, see, that's right. That, you, you're right, well, brother. And you did, like I said, and and, and being like convinced that like this is the spirit. The most I gotta be with this because look how many people out here now are in support of doing it this way. Can, can, can I give you a, read two scriptures? Please do, sir. Please do. Uh, Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. Uh, and it okay. says, uh, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. So, you know, make sure we teach the scriptures and be ready to reprove, meaning correct, rebuke, meaning chastise uh, sharply, exhort, meaning encourage. It says, with all long suffering and doctrine, verse 3, it, it, he's going to tell us why. He says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts, should they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, that I'm going to find somebody who's going to tell me what I want to hear. And the fact that they might might be able to pull a scripture, the fact they might be able to say because we, uh, like I said, I'm wearing fringes, I keep the Sabbath, um, I pray before I before I eat, and because I do these things, now we got this group of people that we all agree that we ain't got to do it that way, we ain't got to right. follow that or follow those people or associate ourselves with those people. Now we're following the Most High in Christ, and it says. Preach the word in season, out of season, because the times will come where people are going to just 
they're going to find teachers. They're going to cater to what their lust is. So I, I just want to read that and help what we're, what we're building. So I, I want to say, I was looking for, um, I was looking for the scripture talking about open rebuke. Uh, um, Proverbs 27 5. That's what it is. There you go. And verse 4 says, uh, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth as to return them the fables. So that, that was Second Timothy, right? That was Second Timothy chapter 4, verses uh, 2, 3, and 4. But the one you want to say is Proverbs 27 and 5. Read that. Read, uh, read that, Mr. Sean. I want Proverbs chapter uh, 27 and verse 5. Proverbs 27 and verse 5. Proverbs 27 and verse 5. Open rebuke is better than secret love. Oh, go ahead. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Are the wounds of a what? Of a friend. So, so support and, and friendship. I love the based off the fact that I, you had to get cut. Somebody corrected you. Somebody did just support you in agreeing with you, and I supported it. No, I had to. I, I was I was your faithful friend because I was always going to. I needed to. You need to be cut. I need to wound you. I, I need to. I may need to hurt that ego for a minute. I may need to knock you off that. You know what I'm saying? That little that little tip you on right now. I got it. No. I'm going to be honest with you, man, though. You just mad, bro. You just like this. You like that. But a real friend is going he going he going to check you on he got to cut you a little bit. Time, time, time. Read on what that Proverbs what? Uh 27 verse 5. That was 6. But it's uh, middle of 6. Oh, that was nice, man. Can we finish six? Yeah, read 6. Finish 6. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Uh. Hold up. The kisses of a, so the support of an enemy, I, I, that means them. Somebody, if I'm trying to keep you out there, Rashad, I'm not, I've become your friend. If I have you trying to get, if I'm taking you, if you've been on a course that pleases the Father, and now I give you something that takes you off that course, or I'm going to support you being off that course. I'm not a friend. I'm your enemy. I'm an enemy to this work. Time, time, time. I'm an enemy to your making it to the kingdom. Let hold that one, Sean. And uh, go, I'm gonna read this right here. Just hold that. I'm gonna read this. It's First Timothy five and twenty. All right. I just saw this in the concordance. It's First Timothy five and twenty. It says, them that sin, rebuke before all, that others may fear. So it, you think about as a body, sometimes your check in the body is needed for other people not to make the same mistakes. But because my ego at that point can get bruised, because I don't want to, I don't want to feel that, nor do I want to be put in that position ever again. My fear is that if I'm 
I'm gonna be open rebuked. I'm gonna be busted. I'm gonna be uh, suspended. I'm I'm gonna be checked. I'm gonna be told that I'm wrong. So instead of me going through that, I'd rather be confederate. I'd rather be in, around people that support what I'm doing. Learn the Bible from home, man. Okay. I get you. I just need a camp where I can just show up at the high holy days, man, or just what y'all see me pass over, and the rest of the year you won't see me at all. But the most high is with me. The most high is with me. That's why I went back to Isaiah 8, because in looking at it, I'm not realizing that this type of thinking Thinking that the Most High is with me because I'm confederate with everyone else. I'm around people that support what it is I'm doing. I'm going to say this. If the Bible don't support what you're doing, if one person can go in that book and show you in the Bible where you may be doing it wrong, then the word is still the word, regardless of how many people know the Bible. It's not. It's not everybody. We are even in the church now, Michelle. We're around a body of people. Everybody know the Bible. It's not the problem with the people that know the Bible. It's the problem with who know the Bible enough, or who's taking that Bible and showing me what I'm doing wrong. Because if I'm not mistaken, y'all right here with me, the most I say he chastened those that he loved. So to chasten somebody is to correct that person. This Bible is supposed to be for, like you just read, for rebuke. I mean, for, um, for correction. For, I think it says, instruction in righteousness. The book is supposed to be about examining yourself, correcting yourself. So when I start, when I find myself with a circle of people and everybody is supporting what I'm doing, at that point I'm supposed to be afraid. I'm supposed to be afraid of the fact that, wait a minute, there's too many people telling me, you know, okay, Bri, I can see what you're doing, about the but I understand. At hey, that bro. point, when I start hearing those counsels, I'm like, wait a minute. Let me search this Bible, because if they can see it, then I need to go in this book and find out, does Christ agree with me? Hey, bro, can, 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 can I give you the scripture? I, I taught the scripture on my class on Wednesday. Okay, come on. And it goes right along with what, with what you're saying. In St. John, chapter 5, verse 30. St. John, chapter 5, verse 30. Because a lot of people will find people that disagree with them. And, I mean, if, if that's what, we, you know, this, the, the beginning of this conversation was about that. We'll find people that justify uh, what we're doing, and we're looking for yes men. We're looking for people just to agree with us and, 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 or what have you. Um, but check out what Christ said. Let's check out what Christ said, all right? In St. John chapter 5, verse 30, it says this. This is what Christ says. It says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. 
And he says, and my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which sent me. So Christ is telling you that when he judges something, that he's justified or it's the right judgment because it's not about him seeing his own will. What is the will of the Most High? <laughs> so for us, how many times am I looking for somebody to justify what I'm doing because it's what I want? want, And it's not what the Most High wants. So even Yahweh Shai, again, Christ is giving us the perfect example. If you're looking for somebody to justify because it's something that you want to do, we're going to be wrong each and every time. We have to make sure it's what the Most High's will is. So I just want—I just want—I just want to—I just want to lend that to, to the conversation, brother. And I'm, I'm going to read this from 13 now, and Isaiah chapter 8 and 13 to add that went perfectly, right? because this says Isaiah 8 and 13. You got to start. Yeah, I read that. Isaiah 8 and 13. Uh-huh. Sanctify the Lord of hosts Himself. And let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. You know, verse fourteen. And he shall be for a sanctuary. That is our protection. Our protection is the fact that, like you said, Christ said, "This is the most high." I judge, but it was the most high. It wasn't for my own benefit. I would I'm not getting nothing out of it. I'm not getting no praise out of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not winning a popularity vote. This me checking you ain't making me more popular. It ain't make it ain't like I'm getting anything, but I got this about judging you. This is about keeping you safe. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna let your fear be towards the Most High, because I'm gonna keep showing you what the Most High is gonna do. Because this is the problem with Israel. We keep looking for somebody to support the thoughts and ideas that we have. I'm looking for someone that will agree and support the way I think and the way I feel. But the most I like, those are your fears. Those are your doubts. If you do it my way, if you let me be your fear and let me be your dread, let me be your sanctuary. It says, but for a stone of stumbling, read that. But for a stone of stumbling and for a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel, for a gin and for a snare into the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and many among them shall stumble and fall and be broken and be snared and be taken. And that's what's happening. But we're only being taken. We're only stumbling because I've been so focused on being a part of a support group, you know what I'm saying? Not following and trying to find righteousness and trying to live. This is what the scripture saying. I may not. I'm not supposed to agree. It's supposed to correct me. So the Bible's focus is correcting you, instructing you. That means you are already doing it wrong. There are things in your life you are doing wrong. You've hit that plateau. In your life where I'm stumbling, I'm messing up because I'm trying to create a support group based on people that are sympathetic to what I've been through, the life I've lived, what I've been going through. You can find that, but in finding that, the 
only thing that comes with that is this Bible, the truth, is going to be, you're going to stumble. You're going to do a lot of tripping up when it comes to you and this Bible, you and the Most High. You're going to be offended a lot in this book. When you start reading the Bible, there's going to be constant offenses because the book is not designed to be your support in your fears. You've been through this. You're going through that. You're afraid to submit or to commit to the Father. So the fact that I don't want, or I, but I'm the Father, just the situation. I need to submit to a situation. I'm afraid to submit to this situation. And I'm looking for a support group that understands all of the reasoning why I shouldn't submit to this, you know what I'm saying, to this situation. The father like, nope. It's then the book at that point is going to become a snare. It's to become it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of offending. You're gonna end up being offended in this truth if you don't learn to submit to what it is that is expected of you of the Bible. We didn't write the book. A lot of times the messenger be getting shot. <laughs> Sometimes I don't like you because you're the one pushing this message. But I'm supposed. At one point, a man can only wear it as a badge of honor. I mean, the Most I say he chastised those that he loved. So if I'm a person and I'm being chastised, I'm being corrected, I'm being hit. I know one thing, the Father ain't abandoned me. The Father still loved me enough to correct me. So I have to build off of that. I got to put myself around somebody who's going to tell me the truth, even when I don't want to hear the truth. I want to position myself with somebody who is unsympathetic to my situation. Don't tiptoe around your words because you're worried about pissing me off and I ain't going to call you back. That's most of the time what we end up doing. Being a counselor, Shabbat. There's a lot of tiptoeing because I know that if I say the wrong thing, that phone is going to hang up. If I say the wrong thing, you may not get back on the show again. But if I don't say the right things, if I don't tell you the truth, I'm doing you more of a disservice than really helping you. Y'all, y'all understand? Really? You, yeah, you, you hurt people by not telling them. Right. It's like you're hiding them. It's like you're hiding them. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. No, no, you good. It's tripped out, but I, I like the point we're going at. We're going at showing that. The fact that people in this truth, yeah. they they almost, they're looking for someone to be sympathetic to what they're going through. But everything that we're reading, Israel keeps stumbling. We keep getting caught up to keep stumbling because that's not 
That, that's not love in that. There's no, the most I tell you, he said he chastised those that he loved. And if he don't correct you, you're a bastard to him. So it's supposed to be almost war as a badge of honor that the father still loved me enough to correct me. Or the fathers love me enough to put people in my circle that are at least going to correct me and tell me the truth. But we also know that what comes with telling the truth in these days, Mishaba, is um, that that one that phone call hang up. Be subject to somebody hanging up on you. Cause I like what you said. Um, I I kind of. Clicked off the show. I stopped watching your show. Why? Because well, it's you. You. You always. You're never supportive of what it is I'm thinking or, or what I'm doing. You keep you have, you trying have something to per, you, have some, you have something personal against me. <laughs> like like you just want me to fail. Uh, our personalities just don't get along. So <laughs> until you get worked out, you got something in, inside of you that that that, that just <laughs> that you need to work on. And once you get that worked out, then we, we then we can talk. Because you're just not the type of person I can just talk to. <laughs> you got a personality problem. Oh, all right. Let me read on, please. But this is bad. I read fifteen. Verse 15, and many among them shall stumble and fall and be broken and be snared and be taken. Go ahead. Bind up the testimony. Seal the law among my disciples. You always used to read that too. I bind the testimony, right? But, but read in this context, okay, Israel's fallen. They listen. They confederate. They're looking for somebody to support the way they feel and the way they think. They're looking for somebody to support their fears. Okay. I'm going to bind the testimony. I'm going to seal the law among my disciples. They don't want to listen. I ain't going to force it on them. Y'all close the book. He said, I like it. He said he's going he's gonna to seal and, and, and bind his way of doing things with his students. But the this, ones who want to learn the most high's way. The, the one that you can't school. Not, not those that keep trying to push their own way and their their own will and their own fears, but the ones who are really willing to want to learn the way of the Most High, that they're gonna get the law. The law's gonna be sealed with them. The way of the Most High is gonna is gonna be found with them, because they're willing to be humble and let the Most High be their fear and dread. Whereas everybody else, I'm gonna keep pushing my will until people listen to me. I'm gonna keep being the victim until. People see that I'm the victim, and that now my way of looking at it, and what my fear is, and how I'm dealing with it, they gonna say I'm right. But that's gonna be that. That's gonna be that snare. That's gonna be that. That's gonna be that support until I get the the, the proper support that I'm looking for. I'm keep this. I'm gonna keep look. I'm gonna keep searching for those type of people. People that support and think the way I think. I'm also like that's that's your snare. That's your that's your that's when you fall. Being broken, being taken. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna bind I'm gonna go and shut this book and I'm gonna keep teaching amongst the people that believe. 
It says, and I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. It's like saying, if you if you don't want to be corrected, then the only thing that we can do is, you know what, wait on the most high did, and let the most high deal with you. So when you start watching yourself get snared and falling and stumbling and taken, caught up, things are happening to you. That's when the Father is true. You won't take my correction. So the Father had to intervene and correct Israel or end up correcting the, us hard-headed people that keep trying to look for someone to be my support group. Because the ones that you try to be your support group is the ones that got you stumbled, is the ones that's, that's hurting you. You don't want support that way. You want correction so that you make sure that you're doing things the right way. Read verse 18 real fast. Verse 18, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts. He said, these ones that have been given that, that's looking for all this Confederate uh, support, you're going to be for a sign. You're going to be for a wonder in Israel. What happened? Damn. The, the most high, man. That's a sign of what not to do. This is what you're not supposed to do. It says, which dwell in Mount Zion, for when they say, go ahead. Where are you at? Verse 19. Oh. And when they say, sorry, when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits. They say what? Seek unto unto them that have familiar spirits. When they're telling you to look for some, look for a support group, you're supposed to look for somebody who think like you think, who believe like you believe. So when they say, seek unto them that have familiar spirits, go ahead. And unto wizards that peep and that mutter, should not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead? Read to the law, and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. He said, that's why I like this point. Because he said, he said to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, this is not about me trying to find a familiar spirit. This is not about me trying to find somebody who's who worked magic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a, fam- a, familiar, a familiar spirit um, to, to try, and, try and, 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 and simplify it as much as possible. A familiar spirit is something that's familiar to a person. They're mm. familiar with this. Like, see, because see, I, I have this fear, and they have this fear also, so we, we uh, share this, that this is familiar. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to be around those people like, see, I told you. I told you, see. I told you if you do this, watch, I bet they do this. See, oh, I told you. See, 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 watch. If you do this, I bet you they're going to act like this. See, I told you. I told you. So they're peeping. And now all that fear and all that stuff is familiar. So now let me follow that. Forget the words of the Mosai. Forget the Mosai says, I'm not giving the spirit of fear. 
but of, of love, power, and a sound mind. Uh, forget the words of the Most High that, that those that fear the Lord shall suffer tribulation. Forget all that. Forget, forget uh, 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 you know, Christ saying um, uh, the only way you're going to be justified is if you're not seeking your own will. Forget all that. See, they told me, watch, if you do this, I bet you they're going to say this. If you do this, I bet you they're going to say that. They, they, see, I knew it. I knew it. See, I told you. I told you. See, I told you. Hey, they be like, should not a people seek their own God? Should not a people seek, seek their own God? Like, don't you got to find, you got to find your way to please the most high. You gotta find your, your you gotta you gotta listen to your spirit. You gotta follow. You gotta you, you gotta follow. You gotta see how how things are being done and see how the most high blessed it. You ain't reading the spirit. So instead, instead, instead of and so instead of because we if if you wanted to go to Deuteronomy chapter thirteen verse six down that that. It's going to be people close to you that are going to be like, see, I told you. I, I, I was telling you this. I told you that. And that the, the scriptures is asking the question, shouldn't we be listening to the most high as opposed to listening to these people who peep? Or a familiar spirit that they're telling you something that seems familiar, that you're used to hearing. We're supposed to be following the Father. And, and, and I go that route. I, I only think that that way because it should not the people seek their own, seek their God. We're supposed to seek the most high. But we don't seek the Bible. We don't seek his words. What we seek is success. Some, something seems familiar. Some, um, something I'm used to. They're success, they, they successful doing it the way I would do it. I would do it this way. they doing it this way. See, their success. That's why we should be doing it. But it, that success may have nothing to do with the words of the Bible. To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word. And this is the problem. We use what we would consider how we live in this word to justify our success. So... You would look at a man today, and because a man today have more than Christ had, or more than the apostles had, you know what I'm saying? I, Christ said, the, Christ said, foxes have holes. He said, birds have nuts, foxes have holes, but the son of man have nowhere to lay his head. So where was Christ's four-bedroom home? Where was Christ's five-bedroom home? You know, where, where was Christ's... Uh, 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 Lincoln Navigator, you know what I'm saying? What was the success that justified him being a righteous man? Because that is almost today's gauge of righteousness. It's not the knowledge of the word. It is not somebody showing me how to overcome using the Bible to overcome the battles that are going on in my head. We should be, if, if I'm not using the law and the testimony to show you how to keep yourself in order with the most high, and being in order with the most high don't always mean it's going to profit you. The rich man figured that out. 
when you read the story of the rich man, he asked Christ, what do I need to do to be saved? Christ said, keep the commandments. He said, but if you're going to be perfect, he said, I already do that. Matter of fact, he said that. I've kept them from my youth up. He said, well, if you're going to be perfect, sell all that you have and follow me. Oh, oh, oh not, not just sell you have. Sell you have and give to the poor. Come on, and, 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 and follow me. <laughs> so, so, so. You know, in, in the scriptures, he left. In modern day, that phone call would have stopped. That would have been the end of that phone call. Because it says that, 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 that rich man walked away sad because <laughs> he had a lot of riches. And we, we didn't hear from his ass again. <laughs> that, was, that was a wrap. And I'm reading this. I'm like, the law and the testimony, it ain't always going to go according to, to your success. It ain't always out for your benefit. This Bible is for the benefit of the nation, not the benefit of the individual. The individual is always going to lose. The individual is always going to suffer. The individual is always going to lack. This ain't America. This ain't capitalism. The one with the, that had the ability to get more, that's not what the Bible is built on. Christ said, no man gets to the Father but by me. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but by me, meaning the example that Christ left. If we're not going to walk the example that Christ left, when we know that Christ is the Word and that the Word became flesh, that he became the living embodiment or application of the Scriptures, that he literally gave his life for others, that it was never about his will. It was never about what he wanted. It was, it was always about what the Most High wanted. And he lived. He lived. He lived that example. So and, and until we get sealed, and we get to that mindset, we can, we we can call, claim we Israel all day long, and we can we can uh, say the Hebrew, and we can we can uh, uh, we can keep the day of Nicanor, we can keep the day of Cain, we can keep the day of of of, of the light, we can keep the day of the dark, the, the day of the door. <laughs> we can find all the different holidays to keep. But until we get to the point where we're actually following Christ, being his disciple, being his student, no gain, no loss, nothing we're going through is going to matter if we're not doing it the way Christ did it. And uh, actually being the disciples of the Most High in Christ. Nothing else matters. I got to read 21 now. He says, 20, Isaiah 8 and 21. Read that, Sean. And they shall pass through it. Hardly is, it, is that bested? Are he bested? Bested and hungry. I don't think it's bested, but and hungry. And it shall come to pass that when they shall be hungry, they shall fret themselves and curse their king and their God and look upward. And they shall look unto the earth. Sorry, and they shall look unto the earth and behold, trouble and darkness, dimness of anguish. And they shall be driven to darkness. So I only have to read it because I'm like, that's still that's that is going to be the outcome. You can try to find as many people to support, to be a support, or or be a familiar spirit, something you're comfortable with. The outcome is you still end up cursing that king, uh, uh, 
angry at the most high. Look it up. Why, Father? You know what I'm saying? Look it up on the earth. I'm going to be down this earth trying to find some type of answer. There ain't going to be none. The only answer is in the Bible. And we got to say that because the scriptures are going to teach us how to deal. Christ's example is going to show us how we're supposed to deal, how to stay in order so that the Father blesses us. This is why Christ kept trying to keep pushing them to say, store up treasures in heaven. This is not about this is not about physical things or things you're gonna be able to see to help you in the times you're gonna go through. This is about us building a relationship with the Father so when we need him, the Father will be there for us. So in every battle that you go through, how do I gain the Father's love? He said he chastened those that he could love, that he loved. So let me be corrected so that I can keep gaining more favor with the Father. I've got to be right. I'm not gaining any favor with the Father being right. I gain more favor with him, allowing myself to be corrected. We look at it all there. I, I know things. I know the things that I do or don't do. I know the things that I don't change, or the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm making excuses to do it. Right? I, every man, every person knows the things that they supposed to be doing, and they keep making this excuse why they're not doing it, or they justify why they're not doing it. Okay. I, and I, this anytime you anytime you can justify something you're not doing, the one thing you're always going to have around you is a lot of supporters, a lot of people that that believe like you believe, that feel the same way and see it the same way you do. But see, the one thing you're not doing because you're not allowing yourself to be corrected, you're gaining no favor with the Father. So in these times when it gets harder and there's more trouble and times get darker, that's the one thing you didn't build. You didn't build that account or that relationship with the Father. I, want Bro, you to... I got two scriptures if I could. Yes, sir. Um, the first one, you know, you read in Isaiah chapter 8. I forget what verse it was, but it says, let the most high be your fear and let him be your dread. So that's what um, I so, so, so I just read that in Isaiah chapter, chapter 8, right? right. Now, read it again, please. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself and let him be your fear and let him be your dread. So it says, we, should, we have to sanctify the most high, the, the Lord of hosts. And one thing I like about this, this this description here, he says, we don't understand that the Lord is the Lord of hosts, meaning he's the Lord of armies, that he is the one who has armies. So we talk about we're going to get confederate with this, we're going to get with these people and that people that are going to tell us what we want to hear and get with uh, in our will, and, and we're afraid of this, so we're going to act like this, and we're, gonna, we're thinking about this, so we're going to act like this, but the Lord is the Lord of armies. He's got armies. So we should signify, like, let that be in our minds. He is the Lord of armies. 
and we should let the Most High be our dread and our fear. Now, real quick, I'm going to get these two verses real quick. In Proverbs chapter 15, verse 33, the book of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 33, it says, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. That if we really want to get learn wisdom, we have to have the fear of the Lord. If we don't have the fear of the Lord, we're not dealing with wisdom. We're dealing with somebody telling me what I want to hear. We're dealing with somebody who's telling me how, uh, uh, how, 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 how I can make my will be right, but it's not wisdom. So it says, Proverbs, again, chapter 15, verse 33, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. Before the most high is going to honor somebody, we have to pass the test of can we be humble. We have to go through something that's going to make us, that's going to have, where we have to show humility before the most high is going to give us that honor, before the most high is going to give us honor. And behind that, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 12, it says, before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. That, yes, the most high tests us all day, every day. Are we going to are we going to let the most high be our fear so we can really be wise? Or because I got something I want to do in my head, so I'm going to push that. I'm going to find other people who are going to agree with how I want to do things. Okay. Then you're headed for destruction because you're haughty. You can't be told nothing. And because you don't want to be humble, it's all about how you feel and what you see and what you want to put together. Destruction's coming, and we could go to Proverbs chapter one verse twenty-two down. How the most how sudden destruction will take upon people, and that that in your affliction we will seek the most high early, but he's not going to be listening. He ain't going to hear when we're crying and going through things because when he was trying to tell us, when he was testing us to see are we going to fear him, it wasn't about that. It was about this is how I feel, so I'm going to push my way. I'm going to be about what I see and what I feel, so I'm not hearing nothing. All right, cool. A hard head, make a soft behind. I just want to add that to the conversation. So, uh, I'm going to read this guy right with you. Like Ezekiel chapter 33, and I'm going to start at verse 23, right? Ezekiel 33, and I'm going to read 23 down. I read this. I can't even, I couldn't even, I don't say nothing. I'm just going to read it out. <laughs> I got to read right off what you said. I read that. I, Ezekiel 33 and verse 23. Ezekiel, that's 33 and verse, I'm using 30, my phone. 20, 33 and 23. Oh, okay. Ezekiel chapter 33 and verse 23. Then the Lord, sorry, then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, they that inhabit those wastes of the land of Israel speak, saying, Abraham was one, and he inherited the land, but we are many. The land is given us for inheritance. Talk about that pride, right? We that, that is it, we take nothing new. We always thought we was better. You know what I'm saying? Like Abraham was one. He got, he inherited the land, but we have surpassed Abraham. That pride, that, that, that pride and arrogance that you was just talking about. Go ahead. Verse 25, wherefore say unto them, thus saith the Lord God, ye eat with the blood, 
<clears throat> ye eat with the blood and lift up your eyes towards your idols. He said, you eat with the blood, you, you, but what you're doing is defiled. And you lift up your eyes towards idols, towards things that you, uh, you know, idolize. You worship now. You think you think this is what's important. You think that if I do this, this is what gives me what I have. And it says, and you shed blood. Read. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And he said, uh, sorry. And shed blood. Go ahead. And shall ye possess my, possess the land? And, and and shall you possess the land? Go ahead. Ye stand upon the upon your sword. Ye work abomination, and ye defile every one his neighbor's wife. And shall ye possess the land? You're doing all this negative. You think that's what got you the land? You think the stuff that you're doing, you think that's what got you the land? Go ahead. He's really, and I'm not, I'm taking, I know, I know you got it, but he's really, he's really, every, everything that he's doing is he's listing off, especially breaking commandments, breaking laws and statutes. Right. And so the further down you go, and I'm just saying, because the first one, where he says, you eat the blood, you eat with the blood, that's just eating uncooked, uh, right. unclean meat or unclean, eating uncleanly in general. And I'm, I'm going to continue. Verse 27, say thou thus unto them, thus saith the Lord God, as I live. Surely they that are in the waste shall fall by the sword, and him that is in the open field will I give to the beast to be devoured, and they that be in the forts and in the caves shall die of the pestilence. The most like, surely I'm going to get you, because you think that because of the type of lifestyle you live in, the type of lifestyle you live in, you possess the land. You got the land, but now your arrogance, it stopped being about me getting right with the Father to possess the land. You think you've done something. You've, you forgot this is about change. This is about correction. This is about someone teaching me to live right. You don't operate and just do what you want to do. And because you have the land, because you have a possession. That doesn't make you right with the Father. The Father said, but surely, it says, as I live, surely they that are in the waste shall fall by the sword. And he that is in the open field will be given to the beast to be devoured. And they that be in the forts and in the caves, even you think you protect it, Shall die of the pestilence. Go ahead. For I will, for I will lay the land most desolate, and the pomp of her strength shall cease. Go ahead. And the mountain of mountains of Israel shall be desolate. Go ahead. And none shall pass through. Read on. Verse twenty nine. Then shall they know that I am the Lord, when I have laid when I have laid the land most desolate because of all their abominations which they have committed. Read on. Also, thou son of man. The children of thy people still are talking against thee by the walls and in the doors of the houses and speak one to another, every one to his brothers, saying, Come, I pray you, and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the Lord. Verse 31, And they come unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people. 
and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but with their heart goeth after their covetousness. And I like that's the point. The most part said, I'm a, this is why I'm going to make y'all desolate. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to bring you down. Because you're sitting among, we, we are all together here reading the Bible. But is it about correction or is it about me following after what my heart is coveting? I'm opening the book up like you opening the book up. The most I'm like, wait a minute. Are, is it really about pleasing me? Or is it really about something in your heart that you covet? I'm doing it, but I'll do it. But as long as I'm getting this result, that's why I'm doing it. I'll keep sacrificing and giving and following as long as I get this result. Then I'll do it. But the most I put all of us through that test. Am I truly here getting ready to make it to the kingdom? Or am I doing this because I'm looking for some result to come to me? Father, I need my bills paid. Father, I need a bigger house. Father, I need a nicer car. Father, I need a rib. Father, I need a husband that is, you know, supportive. Almost like, I don't know what any of that has to do with you getting ready to you get you that I don't know what that has to do with you preparing for my kingdom. What was that? What was that? One thirty-two. I left that door. Are you sure? Uh, no, read on. I'm sorry. Keep reading. And lo, thou art unto them as a very love, lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear thy words, but they do them not. And lo, this cometh to pass. Sorry. And when this cometh to pass, lo, it will come. You said this going to happen. Go ahead. Then shall they know what that a prophet hath been among them. Everything you say, bro, you did. Yes, you are a teacher. Even to that point where it would be like, now you 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 talk too much of the Bible. You talk too much of the Bible. Why can't we just have a conversation? But what is it that you want? Okay, let's put the Bible down for a second. What is it that you want? Oh, but that okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, but yeah, but look at the result. Look at the end result. This can't be the spirit. Look at the end result. Look at what we're not getting. Most of like. <laughs> hey, can, 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 I, can I add this to, to, to the conversation? Please, sir. <laughs> James, James chapter 4, verse 13. James chapter 4, verse 13. It says, go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor and appears uh, for a little time and then vanishes away. 
For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that. So I just want to, you know, for what you well, bring out about, you know, we can forgive all these plans according to what we want. But where are we to make a saying, hold up, am I studying, am I counseling, am I finding out, am I really going by what the most high wants? Or is this my plan? Is this what I want? I'm going to do what I want to do. All right, cool. We can keep doing that. And then now, we'll read James chapter 4, verse 1. It says, uh, or verse 2, it says, Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war. Yet you have not, because you ask not. We won't even be humble enough just to ask if this is what the most I want. Then in verse 3, he says, you ask and receive not, because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your lust. This is never about what we want. It was never about our will. But we're steadily trying to push and justify it being about what we want and not about what does the most high want. We never stop, and, and you know, I, I guess, you know, the, the, the slang today is pause. We never pause for a minute and say, what does the Most High want me to do? What does the Most High want? Okay, if, we, if we're finding out we Israelites, cool. What does that mean? What does it mean to be an Israelite? What does the Most High want from an Israelite? If I'm an Israelite man, then what does the Most High, what duty does most I want for me being an Israelite man? If I'm a father, what duty does most I want for me being an Israelite father? If I'm a son, what duty does most I want me to do as an Israelite son? If I'm a woman, what is my duty as an Israelite woman? If I'm a wife, what's my duty as an Israelite wife? If I'm a, a, a mother, what's my duty as an Israelite mother? If I'm a daughter, what's my duty as an Israelite daughter? If we have a community of Israelites, then what's our duty from the Most High? What does that mean? What does He want? And that's and and that's the one thing as as we do see some of the Israelites waking up to the to the, the truth of their identity. Have we taken it one step further and humbled ourselves down? What does the Most High want and expect from us now that we understand we Israelites? What is His will? So I just want to lend that to the conversation, bro. Hey, brother, I want to add this one, man. Proverbs 29 and 1. I'm going to read this one real fast. It says, He that being often reputed, reproved, hardened his neck. And, but I'm going, to get, I'm going to read it again. It's not, not, I'm not going to read it like this what happens, right? It says, He that, often, he that being often reproved, hardened his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed and without liberty. So every time I get reproved, and I get more stubborn, the only thing I'm, a, I'm, I'm bringing destruction to myself quickly. And it's not going to be an answer to my destruction. So I, I, I'm just, just adding in that I'm like, most of the time, I, there's always somebody correcting me. But when I harden my neck, you know what I'm doing? I'm not, I'm not going to be turned from my course. You harden your neck. You like nope. <laughs> you know you push somebody's head. You just, you're like nope. 
I'm not going to be changed. I'm not going to be turned. I am not going to be uh, changed. You're not going to change my mind. You're not going to get me to see it another way. As I tell somebody, uh, look at look at it this way. Hold on, brother. Won't you look at it this way? But if I've hardened my neck, I've been often reproved. So no, I'm not going to let you change. You you always do this to me. You always start talking, and then you go to the scriptures, and then all of a sudden now I'm seeing it your way. The most of that type of person, okay. He said, shall suddenly be destroyed. And that, that destruction without remedy. I, I had to get to put that on there because I'm like, man, we get to that point. We're that stiff neck. The most I call us a, a, a stiff neck and rebellious people. Because when somebody's showing me the truth or showing me the Bible, I'm not looking down and what's in that Bible. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to fight to let you know that I will not be turned. I will not be, uh, uh, you ain't taking me off my course of thinking. You're not going to convince me. Like that old gospel song, I will not be moved. <laughs> and he ain't talking about for a good read. He's like, man, no, nah, you ain't no, no, because every time a shopper, you do this to me. Every time you got something to say or you got some scriptures that you're pulling that now all of a sudden I got to look at it this way. I got to look at it Christ's way. I'm tired of that. What will Christ do? Well, you know, the scriptures say this. I don't want to hear that. I am not going to be, you're not altering my course. You're not going, you're not making me turn my neck. You're not going to make me look at it another way. The only thing for that person, like the scripture calls, is, is sudden destruction. Suddenly I'm being destroyed. I'm not realizing, damn, look at the diminish. There ain't no answer to this. I'm not getting that back. This can't be stopped. The Most High is attacking the pride. From there, Wisdom of Solomon now, chapter 1, right? Wisdom of Solomon in the Apocrypha. My phone, I'm afraid to go to the Apocrypha because I want my phone to you know, drop the call. <laughs> is, uh, Wisdom of Solomon chapter. Um, I'm here. I, I'm here, but you know I'm at work, so I gotta make reports. So I'm here. Yeah, I got you. I'm I got you. I'm I'm you. <laughs> you gonna mess up and get the wrong report? You gonna ask the report and be like, "Yeah, you know." Oh, hold on. <laughs> go to go to Wisdom of Solomon chapter one and verse one. Let's read that. Love righteousness. Uh huh. Wisdom of Solomon chapter one and verse one. Love righteousness. Ye that be judges of the earth, mm-hmm. think of the Lord with a good heart, and in simplicity of heart seek him. Really? For he will be found of them that tempt him not. He said he will be found of them that what? Tempt him not. That's how we tempt the Father. The fact that I can't be changed, the fact that I'm going to do, do it the way I'm doing it, you're just going to bless me. 
you're going to bless me because I'm doing it the way I want to do it. And no matter what somebody say to me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to be shown this is that way. And now let you convince me that this is the way it's supposed to be done. The most, the most high said he'll be found of them that don't tempt him. Read on. For forward thoughts. For what? For forward thoughts. Spell that word forward. Forward. F-O-R-W-A-R-D. And we're going to look it up, right? We're going to look up what a forward, not forward, <laughs> a forward thought. We're going to go into the, what is it, the Webster Dictionary? Yeah. He says, forward thoughts. Look at, look at what are forward thoughts. So we have an understanding of what type of thoughts we have that separate us from the most high. Read that. Forward. Uh, perverse. Mm. That is turning from with aversion or reluctance. Reluctance. Yeah, reluctance. Not willing to yield or comply. So when I'm not yielding, not willing to yield, I've hardened my neck. I'm not willing to yield. I'm just going to keep looking at this whole thing. The only thing holding back your blessing is you're unwilling to yield. You think that because you hung up the phone or because you don't, you ain't around that person, or because I talked to yell louder, or whatever it may be. I think that I'm winning and I'm getting my way. And the father's like, you watching your destruction come quicker and quicker, and there ain't no answers. There ain't nothing saving you. It's one hit after another. You ain't picking up that the father's attacking that stubborn and rebellious hard neck that you have. You, because you won't change, is what he's attacking. But read that again. But read the scripture with that definition. That unyielding. <clears throat> For forward thoughts, unyielding thoughts uh-huh. separate from the Most High. He said unyielding thoughts. Those forward thoughts, where you're, where you gonna do what you want to do, you won't yield. The Father said, that's all you've been doing is separating yourself from me. Read on. I was going to finish the rest of forward, too. Please, read. Go ahead. Sorry. Forward thought separate from the Most High and his power when it is when it is tried, reproof the unwise. The Most High is showing you in your, in your inability to yield, he's trying to show you where your wisdom is at. The, 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 the Bible calls you unwise because a wise man, if you, if you say a wise man will hear, he'll understand, then rebuke. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I will at least, I'll make my changes. I'm going to correct things because I heard, I took the time to understand, and then I made the correction. Or I'm a, or I'm gonna say, okay, this is wrong, that I'm doing this wrong. Or even if I'm gonna check someone, I get a chance to hear, get you. I understood what was going on before I just corrected. 
But I, but in this point, we're watching what the Father does and how the Father have the things around you, have, have the, the things happening around you. He's trying to speak to you. I'm already telling you what's going on. Read a read a uh, forward uh, forward is it not forward? Read forward one more time. Yeah, I was finishing the definition of forward, not willing to yield or comply with what is required. Uh, that was that was it. So man, that's how I know <laughs> I'm, I have forward thoughts because my thoughts are not yield not willing to yield to what is required of the Most High, not required of me. Why don't you yield? Well, I got bills to pay. I ain't got nothing to do with the most high. That's all about you. Why won't you yield? Well, you know, it's because I'm trying to do something to help me and my family. And if I yield to the body, I won't be able to do this, this, that for my family. So we are in the Father says, okay, well, when you, as soon as you started thinking that way, as soon as you started down this mindset where you were not going to yield to what's needed, to what's required, the only thing you did was separate yourself from the Most High. Is that it now? Yeah, that was it forward. Um, four. Okay, four. Four unto the malicious soul. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1 and verse 4. For unto the malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. So what did the Most High consider to be a malicious soul or malicious spirit or malicious mind? Read, read, read three again. For forward thoughts separate from the Most High and His power, okay. when it is tried, reproved. When it was, when it is tried, reproved, reproved, reproved the unwise. Go ahead. For into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. What is the word malicious? What's the definition of malicious? That scripture not done. He said, a man's, he said, yeah, a man's ways seems, seems to have, a man's ways seems to be right in his own eyes. And you're right. When you, you know this, when, when that's how you know, but it's only right in your eyes because you're dealing with covetousness. That's a man that's dealing with covetousness. I want, I want something that somebody else has so bad. Or I want the most high to bless me with something so bad, I will force it my way. I got to do it this way to get that result. I've seen people do it this way to get that result. So I'm going to do it this way to get that result. You watch half the people that's out here doing what they're doing. They ain't doing it for the body. They're doing it. They're doing what they do to benefit themselves. That's the one thing we have to be have to be careful on. Because I can look every day, and if every day the only person that benefits from my existence is me, then that's the person I'm serving. 
If I get up every morning and nothing that I do benefits the body, benefits the work, further the knowledge, then I'm not chasing righteousness. I'm trying not trying to please the Father. What I'm trying to do, <coughs> I'm trying to get something that makes life more comfortable for me. It's something in my heart that I want bad, and this is the way I, this, I believe that this is the right way for me to do it to get what it is that I am working or trying to accomplish, something I want. Um, what I tell you? No scripture did he give you. Oh, it wasn't. He didn't. He just gave me a quote. What scripture did I tell you? Uh, was it was one? You wanted the definition of malicious. Malicious, part. yeah. Proceed from extreme hatred or ill will. That's one definition. And then the other is harboring ill will or enmity without provocation. Enmity is what? Hatred. Right. I'm, I'm mad at you. I really don't know. I'm mad. I find myself getting pissed off at you for no reason. I stop picking the phone up for no reason. I stop being around for no reason. That's malicious. In the eyes of, of the, the Most High in the Bible, we this is the Most High call a malicious spirit. You changed up. You started disliking. You stopped communicating. All of a sudden, there became a problem, like somebody did something to you. Read that again. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1 and verse 4. 4? For into, for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter, uh-huh. nor dwell in the body that is subject unto, unto sin. Go ahead. For the Holy Spirit of, disciple, of discipline will flee deceit. It will flee what? Deceit. That's how you start looking at people. That's when you start watching people. Lose a lot of self-control. I got no control of myself anymore. I'm doing stuff that I'm like, man, I'm doing things. I'm like, in the back of my mind, my mind is telling me, what, what are you doing this for? You've lost control of you. This don't even make no sense. You out here doing shit that makes no sense because you've lost control of you. At one point, I was doing something that benefited the body, that made sure that, damn, you know what? The body was benefited from the work that I was doing. Now, I'm out of control. I have no control over what I do. Everything that I do now, it's like, this, it's like Satan got me on his path, but everything that I'm doing is like I'm chasing bills. I'm chasing uh, uh, stability or something. And I still got nothing. I've lost control. Not out here walling. That's not the control we're talking about. Because you're in this rat race, and you ain't you in this wheel, and you ain't never gonna get off. But you let a spirit put you in the wrong mind frame, and now it's got you in this situation because because you allowed these spirits to put you. In the wrong mind frame, in your heart, you're chasing the wrong thing. When you should be chasing righteousness, when you really should be focused on pleasing the Father, that's how every blessing comes. Where you at? No, just five. Okay, finish five. And are moved from thoughts that are without understanding. Mm-hmm. That will not. Read to the top again. 
The wisdom of Solomon chapter one and verse five. Mm-hmm. For the Holy Spirit of dis- of discipline mm-hmm. will flee deceit and remove from thoughts that are without understanding. Mm-hmm. And will not abide when unrighteousness cometh in. He said, man, the spirit is not with you like that. The most of the man, the spirit ain't never going to work with you if you ain't in the right mind frame. The spirit ain't never going to work with you. We out here in the world doing what we're doing in the world. The spirit will never work with you. The most high don't bless us in that environment. Go to Ephesians chapter 4 real fast, right? Ephesians 4, and I want you to start at verse 17, I think. Um, if I, if I, I'm sorry. <clears throat> This I say, therefore, I want you to jump up to verse yeah, 14, sorry, 14. That we have forth have be no more children. There you go. Ephesians 4, that you go read out the first, um, verse 20. Yeah, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 14. Uh-huh. That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro. And carried without every wind of doctrine. And carried about how? Carried about with, sorry, carried about with every wind of doctrine. That means it's easy for someone to keep doing what? Change my my perspective. I'm a child. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 you think a children, a child be crying. Stop crying. They stop crying. You yell, they cry. <laughs> You take the red, you take the red truck from him, give him the blue truck. Now he don't want the red truck; he wants the blue. Let you start playing with the blue truck or the red truck and having fun. Guess what he want? He don't want the red truck, blue truck no more. He wants the red one. The most I'm like, man, how are we still like children tossed to and fro by everyone of doctrine? Anybody can say something to you, and they change your whole direction and your whole perspective. That's a child. That we henceforth no more be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men. So some men put something out there, and I I bid on it by the slave men. This man, look up slave. Look up slave so we understand what does this man have to do to to get me to follow his direction. What did he do to get me to now what to follow his doctrine, his ideas, his belief? How did this person get me to abandon serving the most high? An, art, an artful trick. A what? An artful trick. So it says I'm gonna read that. It says, um, it says that henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight, by the what? By an artful trick. By the artful tricks of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Somebody saw you coming. They saw you coming from a mile away. 
All I have to do is offer him more money, and he'll come this way. All I needed to tell him, man, there's a better opportunity here, man, and man, and I, I would throw away my whole salvation to chase that because you know these spirits already know. These spirits know what's truly in your heart. So half of the people that have been in our life, even before we came to the truth, the people in your life that have led you in certain down certain paths that have been destructive for your life was because they knew they kind of they peeped you out and started seeing your your condition. They seen you unhappy. They seen something that they were able to um, what's the word I'm looking for um, um, exploit. Oh, you you look uh, you broke. You look like you having problems. Hey, how's that thing going? Oh, man, it's going good. I see you working hard, man. How much money are you making? Uh, I found I found my angle in, right? Or let's go out and drink, man. You ain't got a girlfriend. You, you married? You got a girlfriend? We need to get out, man. And, and I got some girls over here. You want to meet? I said, I don't know what. I, all I've been doing is finding my way in to pull you off your focus, to pull you away from the thing that you was working towards. And most of the time they pull you off when you right about to, when you're just about to get your blessing from the Father that I got deceived. I got pulled off. Read verse 5 or 15. Verse 15. Wait, I got to, I didn't finish. Yeah, 14. No, by the slay of man, the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Go ahead. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, whom the whole body fitly joined, joined, sorry, joined together and compacted that by which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. You know, it's going to show us that all of us are a part of this body. We all fit. We all fit into, together. Into how the body but the only reason you fit was because of the love. That was the love you had for the body. That's what made you fit. If you were given everything you were doing, all the, the body was increasing and growing because of the love that you had. Everything worked because you came with your love for the work, for the Mosai, for the body. But somewhere you lost that love for the work, for the Mosai, for the body. So now read verse 17. Verse 17. Oh. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their own mind, having, the understanding, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of the Most High through the ignorance that is in them. Stop. Hold that. Don't change it. But you know what's crazy? If you look at what he's saying, how do I alienate? I, how do I know that I have been alienated from the life of the Most High? 
I am not. That's why I like the part that he read up earlier about being a part of the body. You were, I went from being a working part of the body to being outside of the body. My life every day used to be a contributing part to the work, to the body of the most of Christ, to this, to the truth being spread, to serving the Father. And every day now, I am outside of that. I'm doing nothing to benefit the body. That's how you know you've been alienated from the life through the ignorance that's in me. My mind, I got pulled out. Something, something pulled me out of my day-to-day routine that pleased the Father. I followed some ignorance that took me away from doing the thing that blessed me or that doing the things that that, that helped me receive my blessing from the Father. But why is that? Because of what? The last one, 18. Because of the blindness of their hearts. Because of the blindness of my mind. Because I let my mind be blinded. How did it get blinded? Read on. Verse 19. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work in unclean uncleanness to work all to work all uncleanness with greeting it with yeah greeting it greediness but ye have not so learned Christ he said he said I ended up being blinded because I started feeling a certain way who I who be I used to feel that's all about being past feelings I used to feel I used to feel. I gave myself over to lasciviousness. I got greedy. All of a sudden, man, I, I, I'm, I start thinking about what was it coming to me, what I didn't have. So at this point, it became more about what I don't have rather than is the body benefiting. But I think mean, that's the way of the world. Everybody in the world is focused on what they have, what they don't have. Everybody in the world is focused more on how much money I have. If I got my money on time, uh, uh, um, do I have do I have a to pay my car note, my bills, everything else? That's all I think about because I was feeling a certain way. So that's what I gave my mind to. It stopped being about the body. It stopped being about the work of the Most High. It stopped being about Christ. This is a person that never learned Christ. I got to read something. These Proverbs. Hold this. I don't run out of time. This is bad because it goes with a person learning Christ. If they learned Christ, Proverbs 29.
Um, I want you to go to um, Proverbs 29 to 7. Because if we was going to learn Christ, if our mind and our focus is about us learning Christ, this is the first thing that we needed to understand about Christ. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 7. Proverbs 29 and verse 7. The righteous considereth the cause of the poor. Read that again. The righteous considereth the cause of the poor. Uh-huh. But the wicked regardeth not to know it. A righteous man, Christ, I always want to a righteous man's mind is more on what the people around him don't have. But a wicked man, I don't care. Ain't got nothing to do with me. That is the way the world, the world we live in is set up. We don't care about what's going on the poor. All I care about is my bills paid. All I care about is that roof over my head. All I care about is that food is on my table. But I walk by people all day long and ain't trying to help them. And for us in the truth, I'd be ashamed of myself. We have the program. I'm sorry. We have the wisdom, the knowledge, the resources to help a lot of our people out here. Schools that should be going up. Cancer should be getting built. So people out there in the world have a place to come to serve the Father. But all we give a damn about is that my bills are being paid. If there's food on my table, if my student loans got paid, or my credit card bills paid, we don't we don't we have never really learned Christ. And it's time for us to learn because our blessings come from us serving him. Ain't nothing else worked out there. So with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna go ahead and uh, get to this, uh, wrapping this up, man. We got that. <laughs> but, but we do appreciate everybody coming out, joining. I mean, none of the classes that we try to come with, we're trying to offend. Always trying to edify, so that you know what, our relationship with the Father can improve. Because at the end of the day. Uh, all our blessings come from him anyway. I've got power to give a man anything. No man has power to give me anything. The only thing we have is the more we serve the Father, the more we please the Father, we watch our lives improve because we're pleasing him. And the way we please him is by learning his law, statutes, commandments, learning his will so that I can do what's right and be blessed by the Father. Real quick before we go. Okay. Uh, and before you go, like I said, take it. But if for anybody that has time, look up Second Corinthians chapter thirteen and verse five, where he says, "Examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith." And I'm gonna give you that first part, and you can read the rest of it on your own. But that'll definitely help you in the rest of the scriptures. I like that. We gonna say shalom to that, but gonna let this out with a great little scripture. Shabbat, thank you for joining in with us, man, and we have enjoyed. I'm gonna go a little bit because last time they told me we ended it, and I hung up. <laughs> so it was a delay that was still coming through. So we wanted to make sure that everybody got all of the information that that was on the class, they heard the class. If you have any questions, my, my number is always open. For the ones who know me, just send me a text message. 
send me a text message with any questions, um, and I'll always either try to answer them or as we go to the next show, we'll keep building on a on a top, on a on a on a direction so that you definitely receive the understanding that you need so that you can succeed in the life that you live in. So with that, we're going to say shalom. We're going to thank Mashaba and uh, Shar for joining us, man, for helping me out. And uh, we'll see you all next Friday. Shalom. <laughs>